Hi, you're listening to The Tradie Show, Together in Trade Business, the podcast for trade business and contracting bosses like you and your partner who want to lead with confidence, make more profit and create a better lifestyle. Are you ready to fast track your freedom and have some fun? With your hosts, fellow trade business owners and husband and wife team, Andy and Angela Smith. Ah, 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 season five, season five, ah, 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 season five. Oh, oh no, Jim. that's going to be stuck in my head all day. Uh, I have never, ever been a singer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me take your mind off it. Ange, what is your favourite reality TV series? Like, what's your go-to? Mm, I'm a sucker for Survivor or maybe The Voice. Mm. I know the girls in the office love those Bachelor shows. Yeah, they We've do. even had an office pool for who'd win. Why? Do you ask? <laughs> well, I was just thinking a lifetime ago, my plumbing company got asked to be on the block. I think a lot of Aussies out there know the show. It's a, it's a Renault competition show. And to everyone's surprise, I said a big fat no. I didn't want our company on TV. Yeah, I remember that. Everyone at the time thought you were absolutely crazy. It's most tradies' dream to have their business logo slapped on every TV screen and have your business overnight become a household name. Yeah, I know, I know. But at the time, from my perspective, it just didn't seem like they wanted to spend any money and they wanted us to do all this work for little to no cost and it just didn't sit right with me. You know, this was some years ago and maybe the show has changed for the better since then. But I just felt like as a plumber, your work isn't really seen. Like we're not a landscaping company or a cabinet maker that people are like, oh my God, I want that product now. But for the most part, the plumbing side of things, well, when there's a room reveal, most of our stuff is hidden. You know what? I totally supported you in that decision because it wasn't right for us at the time. But I do actually feel like there are two sides to a home renovation show. On one hand, they're actually great for trade business owners. Really? How so? Well, if you're in the home renovation game or anything residential, say, shows like The Block are great because they inspire potential customers. These shows like Take an Ordinary Room and show how you can transform it into an absolutely beautiful space. It puts stars in these potential customers' eyes and it makes them hungry for an upgrade. Yeah, it's so true. And I know that there's quite a few builders out there with their home renovation advertising. They spend a lot more money around this time of when the block's on and it, and it really pays dividends to them. And what they're saying, it's like flies to honey, baby. Yeah, but there is a flip side to this. We've all seen that these shows, renovation shows, that they redo an entire house in like three days. Three days? More like three minutes. I know. And as a trade business owner, (laughs) Uh, we just know that that is absolutely impossible. Yeah, it's absolutely crazy. Overall, these shows are great for tradies and it really helps our customers be inspired. But we need to make a sense of reality around this, you know, to gain better awareness that a lot of the times these shows are just TV magic. Absolutely. I second that. So today on the show, we've got a block tradie veteran, Ollie from Hungry Wolf Studio, who joins us to share his experience with having his architectural concreting trade business on national telly, not once, but three times. Three seasons. Jeez, that is commitment right there. Ollie, welcome to the show, buddy. Yeah, welcome, guys. Thanks for having us. 
Mate, so good to have you here today. But the most obvious question I have for you today is, what is it actually like to have your trade business on the block, not for one season, but for three seasons? And was it all that it's cracked up to be? Look, to be honest, it's one of those once in a lifetime sort of things that I thought going on it to start with, I'd only just started doing this architectural concrete business. You know, it was six years ago. No one really knew. You said concrete bench tops. People were like, what? Are you crazy? Yeah. So, yeah, got asked to do a um, barbecue bench top. And, you know, we had this cool big cantilever on it. And it just sort of, yeah, it just exploded. Um, people on the show were loving it. The judges and things were absolutely loving it as well. Yeah, it just sort of helped really propel not only what we can do, but yeah, just concrete in general. So it was, yeah, it was really exciting. So Ollie, I think many tradies assume that going on these shows is literally a fast track to success. That being said, for Hungry Wolf Studio, why did you choose to say yes to going on the block? It was one of those things I couldn't really afford to say no at the time. Where I was at that state, you know, I had a bit of time up my sleeve and I really wanted to get my name out there as well as, you know, what we do. And the best way to see it is visually. So, you know, if you can get that stuff on national TV, it's fantastic. It's the one thing about my trade, you know, plumbers and electricians and stuff that are on the show, they don't really get the glorification of it because all their stuff's hidden and things like that, you know. But, you know, these finishing trades that come on can really get a bit of value out of being on there, that's for sure. So, Ollie, I'm really keen to hear you tell me a little bit more about what exactly you did that was different on either one of these block series? Yeah, so I think the latest one that I went on, it was Luke and Jasmine and Sarah and George. For Luke and Jasmine, we did this awesome curved pizza bench that had some wood storage and stuff underneath it, some LED lighting. It was just a real knockout. And then to go with that was this awesome arched curved um, fire pit seating. So it was a bit of a pizza fire pit sort of party scenario, which was really cool. awesome. Very nice, very nice. So, mate, to wrap it up, you know, your time on the show, overall, did being on national TV boost your brand? And we know it fast-tracked your business success, but, like, how much? Like, what's it really done for you? I think it's more every time you do a job, people will always refer to us as, oh, these guys are on the block, you know? Yes. It's a good little thing that, at the time, you don't really think about too much, but it has this domino effect of every single person you work for. Not only that, but also a lot of the trades that you meet on site and that everyone goes, oh, they're those guys from the block or, or whatever. So it can be a blessing and a curse, but I think it's definitely helped more than anything else. Yeah. That's awesome. Lucky you did a good job then, hey? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, Ollie, how did you leverage this in your marketing? I think it was just more, you know, with social media now, it's, um, you know, these hashtags, the block and, and that sort of stuff. It does go a long way. And it's also the clients, you know, we were fortunate enough to do work with Josh and Elise when they won that season and, you know, winning the rooms that we were doing as well. And they're just such great guys. I've become good friends of ours now and, um, and doing a bit of work for them now as well. But uh, if you've got that backing and their social media following, it just goes a long way, you know. Yeah, I'm sitting back here as a tradie and and let's face it, you know, at times things go wrong, but they go wrong when you really don't want them to go wrong, like Friday afternoon when you just try and get home. So (laughs) like being on a show, you don't want it going wrong, you know, because it's really that hiccup is going to, could destroy you and you're on national TV. Like when they were filming, were they lenient with you and you could say, hey, don't put this stuff up on or you just nailed it? Oh, hell no. Yeah, no, hell no. (laughs) That's 
they want drama. They want yeah. they want to see you in a pressure cooker situation. So you know, an ideal world, we'd we'd pour concrete on a Monday, not on a Wednesday or a Thursday when there's a reveal on the Sunday. So yes, they try and just sort of drag you out and and develop the drama, which is you know what what everyone loves about the show and watches it for. But it, you know, when you're the person in the in the pot, yeah, it starts boiling pretty quickly. Do and they, it, do they was, poke the bear to see what reactions you might have to see how you, how what happens? Oh, absolutely. Especially when I first sort of um, the first season, but you know, you get used to it as the time goes on, and you've just got to learn to just like deal with your job and not try and worry about anything else that's going on around you. You'd have to be pretty calm because I know some tradies absolutely spit it when there's too many people around and in the way. And it sounds like there's a thousand people on site and everyone's in the way. They're all walking over the top of each other. Yeah, yeah it, it literally is a bit like that, especially when you've just got this freshly poured concrete and, you know, you'll just look at the corner of your eye, someone walking past with a nail bag on and you just sort of, your heart sort of goes up into your truck a little bit. But yeah. everyone on there, you know, everyone's trying to do their job as best as they can and everyone looks out for each other. It's pretty good. That's awesome. I, I love that because I always wondered, you know, was everyone fighting behind the scenes? But, you know, as you said, they talk about that and they make the drama about that and they blow it up on TV. But at the end of the day, everyone seems to be best of mates at the whole end and people see it as a competition and tend to let things go a bit at the end. Oh, most definitely. You know, it's, especially at the time when it's all getting filmed, doing these big days and you're absolutely wrecked. But then when he comes around to watch it at the end and see the success that these guys are having and rooms completely put together and, and done and the whole house complete, it's really satisfying. It is good. And, you know, my kids absolutely love it too. So it's uh, it's pretty handy if they can see dad on TV or, or whatever. I never so. would have thought that the kids would gain bragging rights for their dad. <laughs> forever. So. It's yeah, that's it's recorded forever. Yeah, as we always say, like to be an amazing trade business, you do really need to have the right structure in place and the right systems in place. And Ollie, clearly you've mastered this with your trade business. What's been your secret for success? The biggest secret of mine would have to be my wife, I reckon. Yes. She's been a real driving force um, mm-hmm. for the business and pushed me when I didn't want to be pushed in a nice way, but also takes care of a lot of the, the day-to-day, the stuff that, you know, the tradies, we don't want to be dealing with, you know, invoicing and all that sort of stuff. I just want to get to work, do my job, come home. And yeah, she picks up all those other pieces that I don't really want to do. And she just seems to do it really well. Yeah, you're, you're the trader. You get out there, you're the master, you're the artist, and then you get all your receipts and all the shit and just throw it at her and go, deal with that, will you? And you know what? As we all know, it's not just bookkeeping, right? There no, are two. We always talk about the fact that there are two sides to any trade business. One is front of house, which is you. You know, you're on the tools talking to the customer. You're now on national telly and you're like a star. And there's a second side to business, which is everything else behind the scenes that make the wheels keep turning. And your wife is an absolute gem. Oh, oh my yeah, God. she is. She's a she's a powerhouse. So yeah, no, it's it's very handy. And if you've got someone like that to help out with your business, it's a game changer. I certainly couldn't do it without her. So yeah, and I have to say it, you were a bit of all right too, Ange. I think. <laughs> <laughs> lucky, lucky yeah, you said that. I know. That's why I, I end... felt like a hat too. Could we're in a small <laughs> room at the moment. <laughs> I'm standing real close. You might get punched yeah. otherwise. The reality is, though, that one can't operate without the other, right? These two sides of business. And that's what uh, I think that's a really important takeout about what you just said. 
Yeah, yeah, 100%. And I think um, a lot of tradies are good at what they do, but um, running a successful business is a lot more than just being good with your hands. It's the whole structure of the whole business. Yeah, stick yep. to your strengths, know what they are, and delegate and leverage the rest. Yep. So now that you've taken a break from the glitz and glamour of TV, what's your next business venture? I understand you're now teaching other tradies to do what you do best, right? Yeah, look, it's something that I always wanted to do or felt there was a part of me that wanted to do. But again, my wife, Kylie, sort of helped nudge me in the right direction. But, you know, that was the best thing for us. Well, having the lockdown in Melbourne for, for two years really was a driving force for me to push this and get it going. So we sort of put a bit of a poll out to all our Instagram followers and stuff and said, you know, what would be the one thing that you'd want to learn? And the floating concrete stairs was definitely the winner in that sort of thing. So we decided to start teaching it and, and develop a, a course that was anyone could do, a serious DIYer or a tradesman. And we just are blown away with the success of it. And yeah, looking forward to our next course, which will... You know, I was actually sketching, having my coffee this morning, sort of drawing up a, a new sort of um, barbecue bench top, you know, pizza oven, all that sort of stuff. So yeah, that's going to be our next one, which is exciting. And yeah, I just love it. It's a great niche, actually. We're in the middle of doing DA on our house at the moment and looking at all these architectural differences or whatever. And concrete is just a huge talking point inside a home. So I find it really interesting that you have niched. I mean, obviously, this is your trade, but people are clearly very interested in learning how exactly to do like those floating stairs. They're well, absolutely beautiful. I think the thing yeah. is, you know, most people look at the house and they go, we need a driveway and maybe it's on a slab and blah, blah, blah. But what you've done with those floating stairs, I mean, I was flicking through your website and going over stuff. I'm like, how's this and how's that yeah, overhang? And this looks incredible and this is amazing. And being able to teach people that had never learned how to do this before. And we all know that some people could go, well, if I take two years, I might be able to work it out myself. But why waste all that time when they can just come and join you and pay a couple of bucks? But sometimes you need to pay a couple of bucks to straight away get that success. And you'll make that back in like half a second. I, honestly, I wish there was someone who had the course for me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, yeah. I went through a lot to learn and figure everything out and tried and tested so many different techniques and so many different dealers and tools and all that sort of stuff. But um, yeah, I've refined it now and, and simplified it in a way that just makes it so much easier. And yeah, for a small price to pay for a, a really good result. Yeah, exactly. And that's no different with lifestyle trading. You know, when we had our hard days before in the early days of running a trade business, we wish there was someone like yeah, us absolutely. out there as well. We made a shitload of mistakes and cost us a lot of money. Mm. So, Ollie, yeah. what is the goal with your course? Do you have like targets of how many tradies you want to learn uh, or teach this technique to? The goal is just to better my industry, to be honest. You know, there was no one really doing it at the time when I started up. And now, you know, everyone's. Every concrete really wants to be the, <laughs> be the guy who's doing all the cool stuff now, which is yeah, awesome, but it is. Um, it's just I making saw you sure on the that. Block? <laughs> yeah, possibly. But yeah, it's, it's one of those things that I think it's just going to better the industry. And then, you know, we've got a bit, pretty bad name, concreters, throughout the industry. And if I can sort of make the architectural concrete industry a better place and a trusted place and people are going to get what they pay for, then that's a good thing. Awesome, buddy. So we like to play a game with our guests coming on, and I'm going to fire three rapid-fire questions at you. You have up to 30 seconds to answer each one. Are you ready to play, mate? Uh, oh, 
All right, yep, let's go. <laughs> let's go, mate. Do those stretches, a couple of push-ups, <laughs> get pumped up. Would you recommend going on a show like The Block to other trade businesses that are sitting out there listening right now? Uh, absolutely, but don't do it for free. Yeah, are you finding, I'm going to ask this question, because I know that when we first, we've been asked in the in the past, and we talked about that at the beginning of this segment, but we've been asked in the past, and there was a real theme of, you could tell they didn't want to spend any money. And do you find that a lot of people are going on there, doing it really cheap to be the superstar, and then they walk away going, hang on, I didn't get much TV coverage, I did a job that I lost money on, all the hassle and stress. Yeah, 100%. It's one of those things. And anyone who has a bad experience, that's the reason why. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it is important that if you're good at something, you don't do it for free. And, yeah, that's bottom line. That's right, mate. You've got to charge what you're worth. And if they don't want that, then, you know, you're not the right person. I suppose when you're doing something that no one else could do and you're winning rooms, people just want you. So what was it like to win a room on the show and go, that room was won because of what I did? Oh, it's definitely not that. I wouldn't go that far. Oh, not very, far? <laughs> a, very, a very small piece of the puzzle, but, you know, one that when all the elements come together, that's, you know, you can just tell it was a winning room before it was finished. Creating a piece of furniture in a house is really cool, and that's not something that you can really do with any other product. So You're very modest, Ollie. Yeah, you are. <laughs> but let me ask you this. This is just another question I thought of. How often, because you're walking around and you probably see all these different rooms and different contestants, is there some real big blow-ups after the fact when they've done the judging and then everyone gets together and goes, we were robbed? Like, is there a lot of that back-end stuff? Oh, 100%. Yeah. 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 No one wants to lose. Everyone's given 110%, staying up till ridiculous hours if they're getting any sleep at all. So the last thing you want is to go down like a lead balloon in front of the judges. We are talking like a house full of tradies Mm. who are super competitive already on a competitive show. That just yeah, the contestants are competitive. Everyone's competitive. (laughs) When you've got when you've got uh, long hours, not much sleep, and competitive people, lots of coffee. Yeah, lots of coffee. It's (laughs) huge. Oh, heaps of coffee. Yeah. (laughs) So, mate, um, for the tradies out there listening now, what are your top three tips for any trade business owner listening? Number one would have to be, don't be afraid to say no. Yes. That's the hardest part in business that I found was just trying to please everyone. Every single quote I did, trying to get there and complete it. And it was just too hard. At the end of the day, you're not a robot and you need sleep and you need family time and you need, you know, to enjoy your job. If you're you're working like that, you're not going to be enjoying what you do and you're going to burn out and you're going to start being pretty miserable pretty quickly. So that was number one for me, definitely. Number two... Delivering above expectations. I think people expect something, but if you can give them another level, if it's, you know, just doing those little extra bits that, you know, most people wouldn't do, but if you can do that, then that's fantastic. Um, And it's great for, you know, word of mouth and, you know, more work. So, um, and number three would just be cleanliness. Building sites are horrible at the best of times. So I try and leave jobs cleaner than it was when I got there. And being a concreter, that's sometimes ambitious, but (laughs) it goes a long way because clients will always notice the mess before they notice the work. Yeah, that's that our was lasting that. impression, isn't it? it that is. cleanliness it piece. Is. You've got to offer that great customer service, be a good person, have good communication skills and do a top product and, 
And I think that we said earlier, there's so many tradies I talk to and I'm so busy, I'm so busy and they're, they're just going nuts and they're just in a bad headspace. And I'm like, well, just do your A, B, C and D customers. Get rid of your shit customers because half the time they're still working with customers that aren't quality and aren't giving them the money they need and just focus on your top ones and build a bit of a margin in it so you can do that and you're actually financially better off and you've got a bit of headspace. Yeah, agreed. And and uh, that was probably one of the hardest things about the block was just the amount of tie kickers that were coming from yes. being on the show. So everyone automatically goes, I want a concrete bench top in three days. Um, <laughs> and it doesn't matter where they are in Australia, they expect yeah. you to be able to be there and do it. So that was a, a really good learning curve for me was, no, you, you just can't. It's, it's impossible. So hence why the course is there too. We want architectural concreters coming from all over the world and Australia. So it's, yeah, it's, it's really cool. And teach them to charge what they are worth. Give a yes. quote and don't discount on that because if you know your hourly rate and you know the top product that you want to deliver, then stick to your guns. Yeah, and the number one thing is it does take time to do good quality work. It's not something that you can just rush. So, yeah. Unreal. I totally agree. That was so amazing. Thanks so much for joining us today, Ollie, and sharing your journey with us. It sounds like you've got some exciting things in the works. Yeah, mate, it's been an absolute pleasure. And if you're out there and you want to find out about these concreting techniques, then jump on the show notes and find the link and check it out. Yeah, awesome. I couldn't agree more. And I've got a special mates rate deal, 50% off if you mention the Trady podcast. So Whoa. pop that in, mates rate 15, and that's your 15% discount for our concrete course. Mate, that Thanks, is absolutely Ali. awesome. Thanks, mate. You're a superstar, mate. We'll chat soon. Awesome. No worries. Thanks, guys. Rightio. Well, this has definitely been a big one, right? I think so many of us sit on different sides of the fence on this whole tradey reality TV show thing, you know, good or bad. So I loved hearing Ollie's experience and I know everyone out there would have too. Yeah, same. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll catch you next week. Bye. Subscribe to The Tradie Show, Together in Trade Business now. Wherever you get your favourite podcasts, rate and write us a review or check out the show notes at lifestyletradie.com.au forward slash podcast. Thank you for listening. Until next time, hell yeah. Hold up. 